नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो फाइव चैप्टर वन टेक्स्ट नंबर एट सह त्र गगनतलापति उड़ुपतिवा अनुपथम अमर परिवृढ़ अभिपूज्यमान फथी फथी चरूथश सिद्ध गंधर्वा साध्या चारणा मुनिगणी उपगीयम गंधमाधना द्रोणी अवभाषयन उपसर्पा स त्र त्र गगनतला उड़ुपतिर्वाथम अमर परिवृढ़ अमर परिवृढ़ फथी फथी चरूतश सिद्ध गंधर्व साध्य चारण मुनिगण उपगीयम गंधमाधन द्रोणी अवभाषयन उपसर्पा त्र गगनतला उड़ुपतिर्वाथम अमर परिवृढ़ पथी पथी च वरूथशंधर्वसाध्यचारण मुनिगणरुपगीयम गंधमाधन द्रोणी अवभाषयन उपसर्पा स त्र त्र गगनतला उड़ुपतिर्वाथम अमर परिवृढ़ पथी पथी चरूतश सिद्ध गंधर्व साध्य चारण मुनिगणरुपगीयम गंधमाधन द्रोणी अवभाषयन उपसर्पा सह ही लॉर्ड ब्रह्मा तत्र तत्र हियर एंड गगनथले गगनथटे सॉरी गगनथले अंडर द कैनपी ऑफ द स्काई उडुपति 
the moon iva like vimana avali bihi in their different airplanes anupatham along the path amara of the demigods parivrudhaihi by the leaders abhipujyamanaha being worshiped pathi pathi on the way one after another cha also varuthashaha in groups siddha by the residents of siddhaloka gandharva by the residents of gandharva loka sadhya by the residents of sadhya loka charana by the residents of charana loka muni ganaihi and by great sages upagiyamanaha being worshiped gandamadana of the planet where the gandamadana hill is found dronim the border avabhasayan illuminating upasasarpa he approached translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shrila prabhupada as lord brahma descended on his carrier the great swan all the residents of the planets named siddha loka gandharva loka sadhya loka and charana loka as well as great sages and demigods flying in their different airplanes assembled within the canopy of the sky to receive lord brahma and worship him as he received respect and adoration from the residents of the various planets lord brahma appeared just like the full moon surrounded by illuminating stars Lord Brahma's great swan then arrived at the border of Gandamadana hill and approached Prince Priyavrata who was sitting there purport by Srila Prabhupada it appears from this description that there is regular interplanetary travel between the planets of the demigods Another significant point is that there is a planet covered mostly by great mountains one of which is Gandamadana hill three great personalities Priyavrata Narada and Swayambhuva Manu were sitting on this hill according to Brahma Samhita each universe is filled with different planetary systems and every system has a unique opulence For example on Siddha Loka all the residents are very advanced in the powers of mystic yoga they can fly from one planet to another without airplanes or other flying machines similarly the residents of Gandharva Loka are expert in musical science and those on Sadhya Loka are all great saints The interplanetary system undoubtedly exists and residents of different planets may go from one to another on this earth however we have not invented any machine that can go directly from one planet to another although unsuccessful attempt has been made to go directly to the moon thus ends the bhakti vedanta purport so we are seeing in this part of the shrimad bhagavatam how priyavrata was doing his meditation and his uh, spiritual practices under the guidance of narada and priyavrata's brother 
had passed away. And so Priyavrata's father was concerned, Swayambhuva Manu, that who will rule the world? So Swayambhuva Manu came to Gandhamadana Hill where Priyavrata was performing his austerities. And he invited him to come back to the palace. Priyavrata, who had renounced the world, who didn't have anything to do with the material world, who was renounced and focused on his spiritual practice, this was the last thing he wanted to hear, to go back to the palace. Generally we know kings, great kings, leave the palace and go to the forest. And here he has been asked to do the reverse. Leave the forest and go to the palace. This is not what Priyavrata wanted to do. And he was not willing. When Swayambhuva Manu was still conversing, knowing the gravity of the situation, Lord Brahma arrived there. Lord Brahma, who is the father of Narada and, Eva, and the first created being. From him all creation comes. And it's his responsibility that the creation goes on well. And now what will happen if there is no good ruler? The primary purpose of the creation is meant to has a certain purpose, meant to reform the living entities and facilitate their return to the spiritual world. If there is no good leader, that important purpose will become uh, in different ways uh, disturbed. So, this verse is saying, Sa tatra tatra gaganathale Udupathir iva vimanavalibhir anupatham amara paribhridhair abhipujyamana. Satatra tatra gagana. It's very poetic. Srimad Bhagavatam is very, very poetic. See the description that is here and the very beautiful translation by Srila Prabhupada. Gaganathale, the canopy of the sky. So in the canopy of the sky, satatra tatra gaganatale, udupatir iva vimanavalibhir. Just like when there is the full moon in the sky, very bright, very, very attractive, in the same way, udupatir iva, he was surrounded by vimanavalibhi. So Lord Brahma did not come alone, just one single person coming. No. That's not the way it happens. Uh, Brahma has come and surrounding him on the Vimanavalibihi, a fleet of airplanes, not just one airplane, Vimanavalibihi, Anupatham, along the path he is descending from his loka, Satyaloka, and as he descends to Gandhamadanva, all the other different great Amara Parivrudhaihi Amara Devatas are generally known as Amara because they are they live very 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 long time and hence they are practically like Amara Amara Parivrudhaihi and among the Devatas the foremost among the Devatas Parivrudhaihi Amara Parivrudhaihi Abhipujyamana pathi pathi cha. And what are these residents doing? These foremost of the devatas who are coming in their vimana avali bihi along with Brahma who is appearing like moon surrounded by stars. What are they doing? Abhipujyamana. They are adoring and worshipping Lord Brahma. So Lord Brahma is not an ordinary person. 
Abhipujyamana pati pati cha along the way. Varutha shaha siddha gandharva sadhya charana muniganair upagiyamanaha. Who are this uh, Amara Parivrudhaha, the foremost among the devatas? They are from Siddha Loka, Gandharva Loka, Sadhya Loka, Charana Loka, and Muniganaihi, and great sages accompanying them. And all of them, what are they doing? Upagiyamana. And all of them are uh, adoring. Uh, glorifying and uh, singing Upagiyamana. Whom? Lord Brahma. Because he's not an ordinary person. Upagiyamana. And and ha and where did what is where is all this happening? Gandamadana Dronim. They all came to the border of Gandamadana hills like this. And this whole spectacle looked like Udupathir Iva. It looked like the brilliant moon surrounded by many stars in the canopy of the sky. And so when Ganda Madhana Dronim, how did Brahma appear? Avabhasayan. Moment he came, it was like illuminating the whole place. Avabhasayan. Upasasarpa, in this way he approached. As Lord Brahma descended on his carrier, the great swan, all the residents of the planets named Siddhaloka, Gandharvaloka, Sadhyaloka, and Charanaloka, as well as great sages and demigods. Siddha, Gandharva, Sadhya, Charana, Muniganair. Flying in their different airplanes, Vimana Avalibihi, assembled within the canopy of the sky, Gaganatala, to receive Lord Brahma and worship him, Abhipujyamanaha, as he received respect and adoration, Abhipujyamanaha, Upagiyamanaha, from the residents of the various planets, Amara Parivrudhairi, Lord Brahma appeared just like the full moon, Udupathir Iva, surrounded by illuminating stars. Lord Brahma's great swan then arrived at the border of Gandamadana hill, Gandamadana Dronim, and approached Prince Priyavrata, who was sitting there. So Lord Brahma, he is used to this kind of a reception. That's what happens to him. Because he's not an ordinary person. Very great person. He comes out from his Siddha, from his Satyaloka, and the news reaches the different planets. And then all the other Devatas and Amara Parivrudaihi. And all of them also accompany him. And they all. What is he going towards? He must be having some important business. Otherwise, why would he go? And so they also want to assist him. And they want to serve him. They want to adore him. They want to respect him. They want to offer their, uh, their respects and worship. Many years ago, I think I have told this story. I was also very young. I was a brahmachari at that time. Maybe 1986 or so. <clears throat> 86, 87 maybe. We were in a place, in another place, palace orchards. We had our temple there. Today, of course, that Palace orchards and that road, Ballari Road has changed a lot. So much more traffic now. Those days it was very peaceful. <clears throat> so we had the, our temple there in that building. It was actually a corner. The next one was an empty site. Later on, of course, another building came up. And so we were actually, there were three roads meeting. 
and it was a pretty silent place. Very, very big bungalows, all very rich people used to live in that part of the city. Suddenly one day, I noticed in the corners of the street junctions, they were building barricades with poles and bamboos and poles and like that. So I was wondering why suddenly they are building these barricades. And then, uh, so I told one, I think we had some auto drivers were there and asked them to find out. And then the auto drivers found out that uh, some big person is coming next few days and that's why. So I was wondering why a big person is coming, so why they should do this. Then, uh, I think, I don't think I was reading newspapers those days because we were not supposed to read newspapers as brahmacharyas. So I was not so much aware. So anyway, <clears throat> then uh, suddenly in the afternoon, maybe around 4 o'clock or so, someone came to my room, I was in the small office we used to have, Prabhu, Prabhu, come out! And then I ran out from the first floor, came to the balcony and then I was watching. The road, the street in front of our temple used to have some traffic, but at that point, it was empty. Not a single vehicle. Not a car, not a scooter, not a cycle. And then I looked around behind, from the balcony. Our cook who was involved in cooking, he also had turned off the stove and he was also, he also come out. He's also watching. The pujari is watching and we had one cashier. He also had come out, wound up, and he's also standing outside and watching. And then few more devotees were also, we were not so many, maybe about 15 devotees, 20 devotees maybe. So more, more and more other devotees were also coming. And I looked at the neighboring house, that was another big bungalow, much bigger than our temple bungalow. And we would not see anybody in that house. We Suddenly we would see a car going in, few cars go in and out, but never see anybody because they were all inside, rich people. But even they were out there in the balcony from the window, they were also watching. And then I looked at the street corners, it was packed with people. Oh, I was, oh, what's this? And then one police car came with a siren and flashing light and all that. And then after that, car after another, one after another, one after another. A, a fleet of cars, maybe about 25 cars, all big cars and all kinds of big cars. And, and then there was one car in which Rajiv Gandhi was traveling, Prime Minister of the country. And then he was waving at all the people, and even all the devotees, we were also waving. <laughs> Big man after all. <laughs> Upagigamana. Abhipujyamana. <laughs> so when a big man goes, this is how it goes. It happens. Actually, a few things dawned, came to my mind when, I, when this whole experience happened. The first thing that struck me was, because we used to read, we have been reading Srila Prabhupada's books and Prabhupada says, Power attracts. I could see the power of power to attract people. So, so many people go in the car, right? Car, bicycle, and like that. Who bothers? But when one powerful man goes, everybody keeps aside. Ah, they want to watch. You see? That's actually the, that's the, that's the, power is one of the opulences in this world. And anyone who has power, somehow that power has the ability to draw our attention, pull our attention to that powerful manifestation. So, power attracts. And then of course, 
Prabhupada points out that not only power, Aishwaryasya Samagrasya, Viryasya Yashasashriya, if there is uh, wealth that attracts, beauty attracts, Jnana Vairagya Yoschaiva Shannam, Yashaha attracts, fame attracts, if there is a famous person that attracts, Say, imagine, suppose suddenly the news comes around. Amitabhachan has come to the temple hall. It will be hard for me to keep all of you here and continue the class. You will all go away. Because he is a famous man and he has come to the temple. We should go at least take a look at him. <clears throat> so fame attracts. Jnana vairagya yoschaiva. Jnana, if a very, very knowledgeable person, he attracts. Vairagya, renounced person attract. So these are the attractive features. And Srila Prabhupada tells that Krishna has all of these qualities simultaneously. So we used to read this one, we have been reading this one, and then I could see that how power attracts. And then that the motorcade lasted for a few seconds, less than a minute. And then again everything, all people went back. Our cook went back to the kitchen. Pujaris went back. There are people also, all neighbors went back. So this is the this is the nature of power. Another thing that comes to uh, you know from this we can see is this is the way power manifests or power is manifested in this world. The exhibition of power happens in this way because. When the Prime Minister is coming to the, let's say, let's say Bangalore city, the Prime Minister of the country has come from Delhi. Is it okay to just let him go? He was, there were actually, there was a Sark meeting happening in Nandi Hills. That's where he was going. Later on I read about it, came to know about it. So when the Prime Minister is going, can we just let him go? He's come from Delhi, let him go in one car. No. It's actually, it is part of the protocol the Prime Minister is coming to the state, the Chief Minister has to go with him, the Governor has to go with him, and then there is the Chief of Police, he can be left behind there, no, he's the one who is arranging all the security and all of that, he has to be there. And then there are many other administrators and bureaucrats and all of them, they also have their role to play to ensure many things. Are... So naturally it becomes a convoy of about 25 cars. So, that was the first time I was watching something like that. And it was very, very striking. And of course, later on, by Prabhupada's mercy and Krishna's mercy, so many prime ministers, so many presidents have come to our temples, to our programs. We get to see them more often now. Recently, we had the president coming to Vrindavan, our temple. And when the president or even the prime minister comes, the come, president comes Three huge helicopters, Indian Air Force helicopters, come with him. See, again, you see, he doesn't come alone. Once one small helicopter lands there and goes, no. He comes, there'll be another two. Those are massive helicopters. And they come. And then, when he has come, there's another helicopter had come to Vrindavan, the chief, bringing the chief minister. And then the governor also had to come. There were five helicopters in our campus there. All of them landing there. It was very nice to see all coming to respect Radha Vrindavan Chandra. So it's very nice to see that. <clears throat> so this is the way power is manifest. Power is exit. Power you, you perceived and, and seen this way. And it's happening now. It used to happen a million years ago. It's happening for our small prime ministers. Naturally, it must happen to the creator of the universe, Brahma. So that's what we see here. Brahma is coming. Vimanavalibhi. In a canopy of the sky. Udupatiriva, like a moon surrounded by the stars. Siddha, Gandharva, Sadhya, Charana, Muniganair, Upagiyamanaha. So, Brahma is used to this. All devatas are used to it. 
All big personalities are used to this kind of a fanfare, you may say. That's how it is because that's their, they are very powerful people. They can move things, they are movers and shakers of the, of the world or of the universe here, Lord Brahma. So naturally they draw attention of others, they are surrounded by other great personalities. This is the way powerful people are and it manifests like this. And Lord Brahma is used to these things. Everybody gets used to it. One, uh, prime minister, one president of America was asked, after he retired, after he demitted office, how do you feel? He said, I miss all the airplanes and all the big things that used to come. Now I don't have anything. So they, that's how it is. <clears throat> so, uh, so Lord Brahma, he is used to all this. The moment he comes out, he steps out on his, flies on his swan, Charana, Gandharva, Siddha, Sadhya, Gumuni Ghanair, Viman, Aveli, he comes like that. And that's the, his power is like that. Then what happened? There was news that there is one small cowherd boy in Vrindavan. And he's exhibiting some unusual powers. And then they heard that there is one big snake, Agasura, sent by Kamsa. And then Agasura had opened his mouth and waiting. And all Krishna and these cowherd boys, they were all playing with cows and calves. And the small boys, they said, oh, what is this big mound, big cave has come. They were very playful. They didn't see the full, the proportions of Agasura was so big. They couldn't see the full, they couldn't get the full view. And they were thinking it's some nice thing, we'll just walk in like a big cave is there. You know, children are very adventurous. So, small boys, they just, they went and they're playing around playfully, frolicking, jumped over into the thing. They saw big fangs of Agha, but they thought, oh, some big mountain is here. See, they were just playful. And then they just went in and then there was soft, something very soft and sticky and, and wet. They were thinking, what's this? It was his, his tongue. But then Krishna was watching from a distance. Oh, my cowherd boys have gone. <laughs> what to do? And then he says, I can't leave them. And he also came in and he also went inside. And Agasura closed his mouth. And that's what he was actually waiting. So then everyone became very astonished. What's happening? And all the devatas came there. Lord Brahma also came there. And they saw after a little while, the python was struggling, was, you know, was, you know, it's not very, it looked like, not very comfortable something the python has eaten. Of course, not very comfortable. It's eaten something very, not an ordinary food. <clears throat> and inside, Krishna was there, just tore up. And everyone came out. And then the devas were watching. Lord Brahma was, Lord Brahma knows his boss is Lord Vishnu. And when he comes, you see how Vimana, Valibhir, Upigi, Yamana, all that happens. Now here, who is this small boy like he is here? He's not having any Shanka, Chakra, Gada, Padma, those. When I see that, I can immediately recognize Lord Vishnu. And even I must go. Even though I have all of this paraphernalia, even I must go and offer my respects to him. So Brahma understands that. Brahma was thinking, who's the small boy? See how actually Manushyanam Sahasreshu Kaschidyatati Siddhaye Yatatham Apisiddhanam Kaschinmam Veti Tattvataha Out of thousands and thousands of people hardly one endeavors for perfection and becomes a Siddha. Even among thousands and thousands of Siddha hardly one knows me in truth. So to know Krishna, to understand very very rare. Because God means, we all know, God means there must be exhibition of power and majesty. But when, when God comes as Krishna, he's not exhibiting that power and opulence. He's like a cowherd boy. He's not even having a kirita. 
crown. He's only having a peacock feather. You see, a simple peacock feather adorns his head. So all those chanka, chakra, gada, all that he's not holding, holding a bamboo flute, not even a very difficult, expensive instrument or something. It's a bamboo flute made and cleaned up and then makes some holes and he plays. But he plays Trichagan Manasakarshi. Whole three world will, be, will get swooned by hearing his. That's his. So that's his uh, sweetness of the Murali, of the flute he plays. So. He's holding a flute, he's holding a peacock feather, he's holding forest flowers, he's holding a, wearing a small, simple, attractive dhoti. And he's with other cowherd boys and they are making fun of him. They're making him eat some bitter fruit. And then he's saying, oh, it's all those playful things they are doing. Imitating the frogs, imitating the peacock, you know, all this. So devatas are wondering, what, who is this? So actually Brahma could not understand that. And so Brahma says, okay, let me examine. And then he makes an arrangement that he takes away all the cows, hides them. And then Krishna with this is eating some yogurt in his hand, little yogurt, rice, all that. And then with the cowherd boy, they are sitting together and eating. Happily, everyone looking at Krishna. How is everyone attracted to him? What's going on here? So he took away the cows and the calves, uh, calves that were there. And then the boys realized that where are our cows? Our mother will not be alright. Mother will not keep quiet. Father will not keep quiet. You didn't bring the cows and the calves home. So then Krishna said, don't worry. You all, be, you all are eating nicely. You continue eating. I'll go look. So he goes looking out for the cows and the calves. He's looking here and there. Meanwhile, Brahma comes and takes away all the cowherd boys. He's playing a trick. He's seeing what he wants to understand. He's examining who is this Krishna. And then he's watching. And then he, all this takes a moment for him. For Brahma. For Brahma, one moment is on earth. It is one year. So he's just done that and he's thinking. But then he comes back and he sees Krishna is back with all the cowherd boys, all the cows and the, they are going home, coming back. Parents are taking care of them. What is going on? And he goes back and sees where he has hidden them. They are all sleeping there. He has put them into some kind of a deep sleep. They are still there. He comes back and he sees. Who is this Krishna? Then Krishna knows that Brahma is wandering and doing all of these things. So let me, let him, let me make him understand who I am and who all of these are. Because he had, Krishna had expanded into all the cowherd boys and the calves and the cows and all of them. They were not the original cows and the calves. And then he manifested those cows and calves who were his expansions as Vishnu forms. Then Lord Brahma saw that. Oh, this is... Vishnu, whom I, whom I only went and invited him many, many years back. So many asuras are there. I called, I prayed to him, please come. Now he started seeing that. You see, the this is the Leela, wonderful Leela that happened. And then Brahma comes and offers his wonderful prayers. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu points out, you see the this is the beautiful philosophy that is behind these things. Like we describe Prabhupada's example, what is the, sometimes people ask, what is the difference between Lord Vishnu and Lord Krishna? See, the unique position of Krishna was not explained till Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Generally, if you ask the Sri Vaishnavas, if you ask the Madhvas, what do they say? Krishna is one of the Dasha avatars. But actually Krishna is saying in the Bhagavad Gita, Aham Sarvasya Prabhavo Matha Sarvam Pravartate. Everything is coming from me. Everything means everything. Take it seriously. This is what Gaudiya Vaishnava Acharyas do. We take every word of Krishna with 
utmost serious sarvametadrutam manye krishna everything you say i take it very seriously as the truth this our arjuna took and that's why prabhupad says this is the way we must take krishna's words this we see in the gaudiya vaishnava acharyas take krishna's words with utmost gravity and shri bhagavan uvacha not some ordinary person speaking when he says aham sarvasya it means everything material and spiritual it means everything material and spiritual personalities it means everything spiritual including vishnu aham sarvasya prabhavo my true nature very very few people know my true nature my true position so how do we understand this what is that's why we prabhupad gave the example of the judge in the court and the judge when he goes home the judge in the court is full of veneration and awe and he is also very reserved he doesn't speak much and when anybody walks into the courtroom they bow and walk in and when the lawyers are speaking to the judge they say my lord this is what the act says you know they use such formal language my lord just like we read in the newspapers recently the oh, when the advocate speaks he has to stand and speak he cannot sit and speak because you have to show respect to the seat respect to the person who is sitting there so such respect or oh, veneration power is shown in the courtroom and when the same judge comes home as soon as he comes home his wife will be there so many days i have been telling you you have not bought this when are we going to buy this you know this is not all right that's not okay something and she, he will say no no don't worry <coughs> and the judge comes and the judge has small grandchildren they come running grandfather grandmother punch him <laughs> and then he picks up the children grandchildren can anybody go and punch the judge in the court room he land in the jail you can't afford to do that so chaitanya mahaprabhu explains god has one feature which is aishwarya prakasha his opulence power all of that but that's only one aspect of god there's another aspect of god which is his sweet feature that's called madhurya prakasha there is a sweetness about god normally god only displays the powerful feature especially in this material world because all the living entities are rebellious so he can't show his true feature his innermost is confidential feature he has to appear with shanka chakra gada he should come with bow and arrow kodanda rama and kill the people like ravana and such people so usually god manifests opulence now there is god and there are god's devotees right who adore him who worship him so when god shows his power and he is full of power how do all the in the court room the judge has his assistants and the lawyers and the people they also deal with him with respect that's why chaitanya charitamrita gives a very nice verse so these are all very very great concepts in in understanding god aishwarya gyane te sab jagat mishrita aishwarya shithila preme nahi mora prita so extraordinary concepts and the translation of this verse wonderful trans the prabhupad's use of language how sweetly he translates this knowing my opulence the whole world looks upon me with awe and veneration aishwarya gyane te sab jagat mishrita they worship me the whole world because i am when i show my power when brahma shows his power you see what happens when krishna shows his power what happens so 
ಐಶ್ವರ್ಯ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಐಶ್ವರ್ಯ ಸೊ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಹೂ ನೋಸ್ ಮೈ ಐಶ್ವರ್ಯ ಫೀಚರ್ ಜಗತ್ ಮಿಶ್ರಿತ ದೆ ಆಫರ್ ಮೀ ಅಡೋರೇಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ದಟ್ ಆಡೋರೇಷನ್ ಈಸ್ ಮಿಕ್ಸ್ಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಆ ಅಂಡ್ ವೆನೋರೇಷನ್ ನ್ಯಾಚುರಲಿ ರೈಟ್ ವೆನ್ ಸಂಬಡಿ ಇಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ಯು ನೋ ಯು ಆರ್ ವೆರಿ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ಯು ವಿಲ್ ಆಫರ್ ಯುವರ್ ಡಿವೋಷನ್ ಬಟ್ ವಿತ್ ಆ ಅಂಡ್ ವೆನೋರೇಷನ್ now let's see from the god's side what is going on in his mind so god's mind is aishwarya shitila preme nahi mora pritha when devotees offer me such devotion and veneration with awe and veneration that doesn't please me too much aishwarya shitila prema look at how prabhupada translates this knowing my opulence the whole world looks upon me with awe and veneration but devotion made feeble by such reverence does not attract me beautiful translation but devotion made feeble aishwarya shitila prema shitala means to become fee- feeble this aishwarya gyana makes the prema shitila aishwarya shithila prema nahi mora prita you see this does not in fact in that example that prabhupada gives of the judge in the court room and the judge at home where is the judge really showing his true nature he won't show his true nature in the court room when there is formal behavior everybody conscious of his great position but home when he is at home he does not have to show his great position and all that because he is with his very loving family members he does not have to show his power and that's why he doesn't show his power there and more and his true nature comes out at home in the same way the true nature of divinity is revealed not in the presence of on veneration his true divinity true nature of the madhurya feature his sweet features are displayed in another kind of a situation that's why very nicely prabhupad these are all concepts that chaitanya mahaprabhu explains to sanatan goswami rupa goswami later they capture that in their books i'll read that this part from the nectar of devotion rupa goswamis <clears throat> birth to end of fifth year is called kaumara his affectionate pastimes with his parents are executed during his kaumara age you see when he was a small boy and mother yashoda we recently sang about the damodar ashtaka and he's a small boy and actually in the damodar ashtaka i have that verse to share we remember all of you remember this verse iti drikshva leela bhir ananda kunde swagosham nimajjantam akyapayantam see this is swagosham his internal devotees that's why prabhupad said god in the office is vishnu god at home is krishna so his krishna is god at home swaghosham with his very intimate devotees there he is freely displaying iti drikshva leela bir ananda which is ananda kunda swaghosham nimajjantam and his own intimate devotees there nimajjantam they are immersed in this ananda kunda and he wants to show one more thing akhyapayantam akhyapayati means to he want to make it known akhyapayati tada tadi tadeshita gnaneshu bhaktairjitatvam tada ishita gnaneshu ishita gnana means knowledge of his majestic feature ishita isha ishvara means control that's the majestic feature tadiya ishita his ishita gneshu his ishvara gyana by that you cannot conquer me 
But when it is free from that, Tadishita Gnaneshu Bhaktair Jithatvam. He wants to demonstrate that when devotees worship me without on veneration, without the knowledge that he is the Supreme, then Ananda Kunde Swagosham Nimajjantam. These are the kind of leelas that he is displaying. When he was a small boy, zero to five, he was displaying this Kaumara Leela with the mother Yashoda, father Nanda, and the other elderly Gopas and the Gopis. That was one kind of a sweetness. And none of them thought that he was God. We know that when Mother Yashoda dresses up and decorates Krishna, at the end of the decoration, she, he, she goes to the ears of Krishna and chants some mantras to the devatas. Let my boy Krishna be protected by all the devatas. See, she does not know he is the Supreme Lord. He is the controller of all the devatas. All devatas get their power from him. She is not thinking like that. You see, because Aishwarya Jnana, Shitila. Krishna has covered them with his yoga maya potency and they are not conscious of that. That's the difference between, Prabhupada explains in one of the purport, that's the difference between Arjuna's friendship with Krishna and the cowherd boy's friendship with Krishna. The friendship, Arjuna is also a friend of Krishna, but his friendship is Mishra with Aishwarya Jnana. That's why when he saw the Vishwarupa and all those things, he said, Krishna, if I have offended you any times, please pardon me. See, because he's his friend, but he's conscious of his friendship, his Lord. The cowherd boys do so many things. They play fun with Krishna. They defeat him. They kick him, hit him, jump over him. All those things they do. They don't go to Krishna and say, Krishna, please pardon me if you have offended. They don't have. They are in another kind of a, this is a, this is another kind of an intimacy that is going on there. So, coming back to the nectar of devotion. <clears throat> His affectionate pastimes, Vatsalya Rasa, pastimes with his parents are executed during his Kaumara age. Beginning of 6th year to the end of 10th year is called Pauganda. His friendship with the cowherd boys is exhibited during the Pauganda. Friendship, Sakya Rasa. Pure Sakya Rasa, unmixed with the knowledge of Aishwarya, is during the Pauganda age. 11th to 15th year is called Kaishora. His friendship with the gopis, Madhurya Rasa, is exhibited during the age of Kaishora. Krishna's pastimes at Vrindavan are finished by the end of his 15th year. And then he is transferred to Mathura and Dwaraka where all other pastimes are performed. Now you see, this is the, this is the Leela part. Krishna was born, Mathura, shifted to Vrindavan, Gokula, Vrindavan and all of those places up to his 15th year and then he goes away to Mathura and Dwaraka and never comes back. So from 0 to 15, in Vrindavan, these devotees, Vatsalya Rasa, Sakya Rasa and Madhurya Rasa were displayed in its fullest form. And then Krishna went on to do many other businesses. When he arrives, when he comes to this world, he has many paritranaya, sadhunam, vinashaya, dushkrita, all those things he went on to do. And so this portion of Krishna, this is the highest aspect of divinity. Very rarely known. I'll close with one nice lecture, one nice letter that Srila Prabhupada wrote. There was one devotee. Who, was, who had a lot of scholarly abilities. And so Prabhupada was encouraging him. See, actually, Prabhupada is such a founder acharya. Founder acharya means he has given thousands of instruction. Each of these instruction, if we fully carry it out by his blessing, it can actually become a very dominant force in the world. Just like we have demonstrated, Prabhupada wanted prasadam distribution to happen. 
today we are having 500 crore rupees per annum spent on prasadam distribution you see 50% given by the government you see that was also prabhupad's desire prabhupad said the government should support us so one desire of prabhupad we have worked on and it can be worked even more it's not the end like this prabhupad's different desires he has spelt out each desire can be taken you can work on it you can make it big you can implement it you can establish it in the world make it into an institution make it big and it will continue to impact the society and prabhupad has given thousands of such instructions so this devotee and for different kinds of devotees prabhupad had he was finding different different kinds of engagement that's how krishna has varieties of services for his pleasure so this devotee was very scholarly it looks like so <clears throat> my dear so and so please accept my blessings i beg to enclose here with one letter i have received from your father which will speak for itself from this letter it appears that you are a good scholar and there is very and there is very good background in your educational career so this devotee had that kind of a scholarly educational behavior so prabhupada is writing so if you wish to make progress further in your educational career that will be a nice asset for our krishna consciousness movement our krishna consciousness movement is on the line of divinity if you take your postgraduate studies in divinity by comparative study then in the future we shall be able to present the philosophy of krishna consciousness in comparison to other theological presentations you see there are many religions in the world all of them are theological presentations presented according to the time place and circumstances including the karmakanda religion and all of that these are all theological presentations so prabhupada is encouraging if you take your postgraduate studies in divinities by comparative study then in the future we shall be able to present the philosophy of krishna consciousness in comparison to other theological presentations actually we are teaching the science of god we are teaching how to develop our dormant propensity to love god being parts and parcels of the supreme we have got an eternal affinity to love god these are all great statements by prabhupada there is a actually we show love right there is so much love in this world and all of that we talk about and that love is celebrated in the films and the music and dance and all of that actually we all have a propensity to love the true original purpose and intent of that propensity is to ultimately love god because we are his part and parcel how nicely prabhupada explains this actually we are teaching the science of god we are teaching how to develop our dormant propensity to love god being parts and parcel of the of the supreme we have got an eternal affinity to love god it's our eternal affinity to love god unfortunately by our contact with matter we have practically forgotten that we are eternally related with god krishna consciousness is the postgraduate study of all religious conceptions of the world i like the idea that you should make a thorough study of all theological schools and in the future if you can explain our krishna consciousness movement as the postgraduate presentation of all theological theses then it will be a great accomplishment so this krishna consciousness the understanding of krishna who he is the true nature of divinity when the true nature of divinity is revealed how how that was revealed in that 15 years in the vrindavan that's why vrindavan is very special that's why vrindavan leelas are very special the vatsalya leela vatsalya rasalilas sakya rasalilas and madhurya rasalilas very very special understanding about god and gods where god is freely sharing his love with those devotees 
So these are very, very elevated concepts. And so we are so fortunate that Srila Prabhupada is presenting these things for our understanding. We'll stop here. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki Srila Prabhupada ki jai.